0: Welcome to Discover Your Destiny podcast, where we believe that your life is not an accident. You have a destiny, and we want to help you discover it, pursue it, and fulfill it. And now, here's your host for today, Dima Barishnikov. Welcome to Discover Your Destiny, where we believe that your life is not an accident, but you have a destiny. It's so good to have you join us today. Have you ever heard people complain about the lack of opportunities or chances in their life? Maybe we ourselves did that once, twice. Some may say, if I just had more opportunities to do something, I would be great in it. Sometimes we ourselves are being, we feel that we've been dealt a wrong hand in life. And we, maybe we're in a place where we feel like a victim who did not see something happen because of the lack of opportunities. Maybe we, we have this victim mindset. Maybe we feel that, that our life did not uh, sort of uh, turn out like we thought. And we didn't have as many chances or opportunities as other people did. But often we get the same opportunities like everybody else. But our life is not set up to capitalize on them. And as a result, we are left with a bunch of those opportunities go unnoticed or wasted. We simply step over them without even seeing or recognizing them. And we keep believing in this, what I call, opportunity myth. Opportunity myth. Thinking, if we just had a chance that we never did, if we just had an opportunity, while ignoring the fact that we may have had many, but we missed several of those opportunities, several of those chances, because we simply did not recognize them. I'd like to read a story for you, actually a parable, a story that Jesus tells people, and um, it can be found in in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 13, verses 3 through 9. And then Jesus explains what this story means. And I'd like to read it to you real quickly and see how it applies to our life today. Then he spoke many things to them in parables, saying, behold, the sower went out to sow. And as he sowed, some seeds fell by the wayside, and the birds came and devoured them. Some fell on the stony places where they did not have much earth. They immediately sprang up because they had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, they were scorched, and because they had no root, they withered away. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up and choked them. But others fell on good ground and yielded a crop, some hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. He who has ears, to hear, let him hear. So if we go to the same chapter, verses 18 through 23, we find Jesus explaining this parable. Verse 18 of the same chapter says, Therefore, hear the parable of the sower. When anyone hears the word of the kingdom and does not understand it, then the wicked one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is he who received seed by the wayside. But he who received, it, uh, who received the seed on stony places, this is he who hears the word, and immediately receives it with joy. Yet he has no root in himself, but endures only for a while. For when tribulation or persecution arises because of the word, immediately he stumbles. Now he who received the seed among the thorns is he who hears the word, and the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches show the word, and he becomes unfruitful. But he who received seed on, on the good ground is he who hears the word and understands it, who indeed bears fruit and produces some hundredfold, some sixty, and some thirty. This parable may be familiar to many of you. Parable of the seed and the sower. Jesus does not only give a parable, but he explains this parable. And what Jesus is teaching here is very powerful. He teaches here on eternal um, uh, on eternal reality, he gives us something that has an eternal significance. The fact is this: God wants to deposit something significant and 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 uh, something good into our life. He went and sowed his seed. What is his seed? His seed is his word. He sowed his word. He sowed his wisdom he sowed his counsel he sowed his knowledge and he sowed it everywhere but do you know that only 25% of places where he sowed actually produced something produced harvest the quality of the seed sowed so never changed the quality of that seed never changed but only one soul was ready for that opportunity jesus Explain that each type of soil represents a life, represents a person. It represents each of us. The side of the road is a soil that repels any good seed and leaves it on, on the surface for the birds to get it. So, this is this type of person that's totally unprepared for the opportunity. So, you give them good advice, but they never follow, follow through on that. They people totally ignore God's advice, God's counsel. So the enemy of our soul, the evil one, comes and steals that wisdom that could, could have benefited our life tremendously. The second type of soul represents people that are not set up to persevere. The life is based, their life based based on emotions and actions depending on how they feel from day to day. As Jesus pointed out, they have joy, but they have no root. They rejoice that God wants to do something in their life, and God gave them something, but they don't have perseverance to hold on to it. It's just a surface emotion. The initial excitement wears off soon. Why? Because their root is shallow. They don't understand how to grow when the pressures of life apply to you. And in order to succeed and grow in our life under pressure, we gotta have strong root system. The pressure reveals the lack of strength and maturity in our life. So the third type of soul represents people who let life simply overwhelm them. They receive the seed, They even begin to grow, and it seems like they're doing well. But then the cares of this world and deceitfulness of riches, a lot of things come into their life, and basically choke, choke the good plant, choke the good seed, and without letting the seed mature. They're prepared, they're partially prepared to receive it, but their focus in life and their priorities become wrong. And, and growth becomes impossible in their life. So now we come to the last type of soil. The fourth type of soil. And fourth type of soil is the good soil. And it represents people who are prepared to receive the same seed That other soils did not know how to receive properly and nurture it. And this type of soul prepared to receive it, nurture it, and cause it to grow. And growth becomes visible to all. So the fourth type of soul represents a person who receives God's word, who receives God's counsel, who receives his wisdom, and understands it and does something with it. Applies it to their life. Applies it to their family. Applies it to their marriage. Applies it to their business. Applies it to their ministry. To every area of life. And then you see the benefits, the growth happening there. So think about this. So people may say, well, I didn't have the opportunity or I didn't have a chance. There are four types of soil in this parable, in the story. Four types of soil, but there's only one type of seed. And the same seed, the same opportunity is given to every soil. God God did not distinguish between the soils and say, well, this soil is bad, so I'm not going to put a good seed there. No, every soil received the same quality of seed. So it makes me think about something. So there are different types of soil, what does my life, what kind of soil, what, what kind of soil my life represents? What will I do with an opportunity that God would give me? There were four types of soil. Soil, only one type of seed. The same opportunity was given to each soil to produce the harvest. The fact is that some did and some did not. And that fact had nothing to do with the lack of seed or with different quality of seed but rather it had everything to do with the condition of the soil only one type of soil was prepared to capitalize on god given opportunity the result the result was harvest and growth and it became visible to all as apostle paul commended timothy in first timothy chapter 4 Verses 13 through 15. Till I come, give attention to reading, to exhortation, to doctrine. He said, make sure you pay attention to what you read, what you study, because everything comes into your life as a seed. And he continued saying, do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy with the laying on of hands of the eldership. Meditate on these things. Give yourself entirely to them that your progress may be evident to all. That your progress may be evident to all. What happens to us when God gives us his opportunity? When when opportunity comes, it's too late to prepare. We got to be set up to capitalize on that opportunity. What happens when God gives us a word of wisdom? Wise counsel, wise advice. What happens when he sows his word into our life? Are we even in a place where we can hear it? Because trust me, God speaks. We just sometimes, that's why Jesus said in this parable, he who has ears, let him hear. Because everybody has a chance. hear, but not everybody does. It's time to reassess where we are spiritually in our life. It's time to prepare ourselves to hear from God and receive from Him. God has a plan for each and every one of us, wherever we are in our life. And we need to learn to hear from Him, to understand His direction and cultivate spiritual growth in our life. For one thing is for sure, one thing is for sure, God still speaks. And he speaks into each and every one of us. The question is, do we hear him? The answers that we are looking for are in him. So I pray, I pray for you to be that good and fertile soil. Prepared for God's investment in you. For God wants to deposit and invest something significant, something good in your life. Something that has a potential to produce great growth. And I pray that you would be set up to receive and capitalize on that opportunity. God-given opportunity that will push you closer and closer to your destiny. Thank you so much for joining me today. And always remember, your life is not an accident. You have a destiny.